a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Dating over 40 can feel very different than it did when you were younger and carefree. And whether you're coming out of a divorce, a long relationship, a succession of maybe failed relationships, or Time has just passed by because the pandemic or for whatever reason, dating in your 40s, 50s, and 60s is completely different than when you were younger. Frolicking around in college, partying after work in your 20s. I mean, it's all different now. And while it was easy to connect when most everyone you met was unmarried and looking, now you may find yourself looking for red flags to protect yourself from heartbreak. Because life has happened. People have had failed relationships. Things are different. And plus, if you have had a long-term relationship, your identity has been linked to your ex-partner for a very long time. And then you forget who you are separate from that person, especially if you met when you were younger. So there's all these things, you know, swirling around and that adds to sometimes that dating burnout. So while dating is actually a great way to find yourself again and gain sexual confidence, like I always talk about, there are definite red flags that surface dating later in life that can kill your chances in creating the right love later in life. There was a woman who I was working with, and I just want to share this experience with her, with you, because, you know, she was having a really hard time being alone after her divorce, which is very common. She'd been married a long time, and it was like 20 years, I think. And she only had a few long-term relationships before, so she really never just dated. She's always the relationship gal. So here she goes online like most of us do. And she was vetting these men as if they were her next boyfriend. And she would find herself getting sucked into the vortex of a relationship versus really paying attention to signs and red flags along the way of what was good for her. By the time I started working with her, she had tried to break it off with this guy who came on really strong. He sucked her into this like controlling and emotionally unavailable relationship. And she found it so hard to get rid of him because the desire to be in the relationship and the attention she was getting, albeit it was in forms of breadcrumbs, was it was just like a drug for her because it had been so long and she was just terrified of being alone and yes, had that scarcity mindset. And the problem is that, you know, what she was wanting, which was this safe, emotionally intimate relationship, she wasn't getting. But because her self-worth was really low and her confidence was shot, it would just keep her in it, even with the breadcrumbs. We had to do a lot of work together, helping her get rid of, first of all, this guy and learning how to date smarter along the way and discover how amazing she was too in that process. She took one of my co-ed dating classes and was amazed 
that there were actually nice evolved men in there. She's like, I can't believe, I've never seen these kind of guys before. I'm like, well, you're looking in the wrong places and you're also ignoring the signs of the ones who are not these kind of guys. And what was cool about the class, and I do have a class coming up that I'm going to share with you later on, is that they were able to give her positive perspective and feedback on everything, which was really powerful and what a healthy date looked like. And she learned how to really pay attention to those red flags and say no to unhealthy patterns in men. She learned how to pace things out and tapped into her flirty fun side. She actually enjoyed dating and she's never done that before and really created this like irresistible chemistry that men started loving. And because of that, new gained confidence and she really started getting savvy with her dating skills. She ended up landing a great guy in the end. Dating over 40 doesn't mean you have to put up with bad behavior or settle for something less than a true soul partnership. Paying attention to red flags in the dating process allows you to slow down and evaluate who is a match for you at this stage in life and who is not. Now, if you're dating after 40, it does have its challenges. But it's really important because if you slow down and start recognizing the signs of how they may be negatively impacting your love life, you can avoid mistakes and feel good about yourself, know what you want, and make dating fun. It takes time. It takes patience. But by slowing down and paying attention to these things, in essence, you will be speeding up the process in a healthy way. I know that's counterintuitive. I know what you're thinking. Kimmy, I am so sick of wasting my time dating a bunch of people who are not right for me, don't treat me well, who are not looking for the same thing that I want or something serious. I am too old for this. I don't want to learn anything new. I don't want to play games anymore. Is there anyone attractive who I can have a chemistry with at this age? I'm just not seeing it. Does this sound familiar? I'm not a mind reader. It's just that all of you are complaining about this. This is why I wanted to do a whole episode on this because it is hard and it is different dating later in life. And I totally get that. But here's the thing. Rushing to jump in to find someone who is serious and your desire to not waste time, guess what you're doing? You're wasting time because you're not being intentional. You're not slowing down enough to date smarter or go at a pace necessary to create a real and healthy connection. You're older now. You're different. Your dates are different. The world is different. So it's really important to pay attention to these things this time around and what is right for you right now. Because what was good for you maybe 15 years ago might not be good for you right now. You're a different person. Usually, if relationships don't work out and it ended or you're you know not finding the one by 40, there are some patterns that have been created and some lessons to learn. So you get a different result. Right? This is the empowerment that I always talk about. So this is it's good news. It's good news that just by understanding what those are and dating smarter, not harder, you will have a greater chance to finding that dating confidence and attract the right partner for you if that's what you want. But you have to gain clarity of what you want too. 
dating over 40 doesn't mean you have to put up with bad behavior or settle for something less than a true soul partnership. Paying attention to red flags in the dating process allows you to slow down and evaluate who is a match for you at this stage in your life. Now, Dating over 40 doesn't mean that your dating pool is limited either or that you have to settle for the first decent person who has a pulse. I mean, this is the big scarcity mindset that I talk about. You can find your soulmate at any age and create the lasting love you desire. But if you're over 40 and re-entering the dating scene, there are some red flags I want you to pay attention to and look out for to improve your experience and chances for the dating success. Remember, anyone can display some of these behaviors that I'm about to share with you occasionally. But what you're looking for is if there's like a repetitive pattern or something's really intense and you see it a lot, it's more likely that there's a problem. So I want to go through the five red flags in dating when you're dating over 40. So number one. Look out for people who want to rush things too quickly. I would say this is the most common thing I see. Here's the big problem with age. Sometimes people assume they're supposed to hit certain milestones at specific times, right? And so at the age of 40 and over, you might assume that you're already behind. So you're like trying to catch up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm already this age. But it's actually the opposite. Most people after 40 are more established in life. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have a home, you have a job. So it's actually the opposite of what you think. You don't, you don't have that sense of time. That means that if there's any chemistry, you might be quick to rush things. I see this a lot. Sometimes real love happens in an instant. That is true. But most of the time, lifelong connections, the ones that last, need time to form. If your date is talking about moving in with you after the third date, you may want to step on the brakes for a little bit. Even though red flags can happen at any age, you're going to see like really what you want to be on a lookout for It, it is that people are in this like desperation stage sometimes and it might seem too good to be true or hasn't had any relationship experience at all at this point like that you might be seeing, but for no apparent or understandable reason. So no matter what, everyone has flaws. Some of them are minor, others are major. If this guy or gal seems intent to fly you to Paris for your second date, tells you that your marriage material within 15 minutes of chatting, there's something they're not telling you. And most likely, it's not going to work. <laughs> um, it can feel romantic too. That's the hard part when your date comes on really strong. And, and it's like the client that I was talking about earlier. You it's like a drug. I mean, it feels so good for somebody to really be into you and want exclusivity right away. But this person is not someone who's actually falling in love with you. They are falling in love with the fantasy. And when that fantasy meets reality, boom, the relationship will come crashing down. All right. So that I, I'm staying at that number one because I, I see that v- being very common. And by the way, it's not always intentional. It's not that these people are are meaning to hurt you in the end. It's just that they're also in this like desperation state where they they want to gain something back. They want to feel good. They haven't done the work. So they're like rushing to it. 
I see this in transitional relationships a lot too. So if you're if you're with somebody who's in transition, pay attention to that. Number two, red flag that I see. If your date can't open up and be vulnerable, pay attention to that. Emotional intimacy requires authenticity. Vulnerability is a sign of emotional strength, not weakness. So when the two of you can share your feelings, then you can create a strong emotional bond. And it feels good to be seen and heard. You might see that they also can't handle emotions. So that's what you want to pay attention to. Expressing your emotions is normal and healthy. And as long as you take responsibility for them and aren't taking them out on anyone else, it's good. It's a red flag if your date can't handle your emotional expression or if, you know, they tell you, oh, well, you're too much or you're being dramatic or it's constantly asking you to tone it down. That's definitely a red flag. All right. Number three, Red flag is if your date gets triggered too easily, it could look like being overly defensive or quick to anger. So does your date get really defensive easily or take any feedback as criticism? Like you'll say one thing and they really like it triggers them big time. Then they're probably not emotionally mature enough, first of all, to handle a healthy relationship or in a place to at least. So move on quickly if you see these signs of like an anger management problem or, you know, they're going off on the waiter or the waitress. A part of growing up is cultivating a spirit of humility and to be action oriented when things don't go as planned rather than escalating at every turn. I mean, you don't want to be walking on eggshells or waiting for the ball to drop you know, when you're on a date, worrying that, oh my gosh, you know, what's going to happen next? If you have that feeling with this person or you're trying to like regulate what you're saying or your conversation so that you don't set that person off, that's a problem. That's a red flag. Look for someone who can hear you without thinking that every little thing is going to set them off. And so you should feel safe to ask questions, to say no, to set boundaries. And that person needs to respect you. All right, red flag number four, blaming the ex or exes are all crazy, right? Have you have you been on a date like that before where the person is like, oh, my ex is crazy and they take no responsibility and, um, and then you come to find that everybody that they've dated is crazy or there's something wrong. Look, it takes two to tango. You know this. It takes two people to make a relationship work. It takes two people to end it. Watch out for someone who doesn't see their part in the relationship. They blame other people. They blame the ex for everything that went wrong. If your date sees all the exes as crazy, that means, guess what? You are next in line to be that crazy person on that list. So focus on dating people who can see the role they played in their past breakups. They can see, you know, they can take responsibility for their actions. They've done the work to become better people through their past relationships. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, see how they feel about doing the work or going to therapy, self-help. Like, how do they feel about all that and working through some of that? And if they think it's silly, it's stupid, oh, I don't need that, that's also something to look for. All right, number five, I would say, is they give you mixed signals and there's just some, like, feeling of lack of consistency. Like, are you dating Dr. Huckle and Mr. Die? Like, they flip, right, really into you one minute and then boom, they disappear. 
when you're getting mixed signals like that, it means that there's some sort of inner conflict about what they really want, or, you know, they're just kind of stringing you along. They're having their cake, eating it too. They're not being clear on how they feel about you. So you, you have this constant like anxiety about, oh my God, where do I stand with this person? And you can't help you know, them solve this problem. Or, you know, if your date never initiates and you feel like you're constantly doing all the work, that that, the ball shouldn't always be in your court just to get together, nor should you be pursuing someone constantly who isn't making much effort back, hoping that, oh, well, it'll change. I saw them step it up before, but now they're not. You're looking for consistency. Consistency is key. And if he or she is waiting for you to do all the work, they are only interested in a convenient relationship, which indicates to me that you're not a priority. You want to be someone's priority, whether you're a man or a woman. You know, and the and the ones where you don't feel respected or or as a priority, those are the ones that don't last or they become lopsided somehow. Okay, well, there are a lot more red flags. I don't want to overwhelm you, but I feel like those are the five common ones that I often see and ones that you really can look for as you're dating. I want to read you this email that I got from someone who I would love to help, um, but this also, I think, speaks to what we're talking about. This is from Jane, and she says, I'm divorced seven years and was married for 22 He ended up cheating on me, and several of the men I've dated after him have been cheaters and liars. My therapist says my picker is off and that I keep missing signs. I want to meet someone and actually get married again, but I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Help, Jane. Oh, Jane, I am so sorry you've had such a negative experience with men. And I imagine you must feel frustrated, defeated, lonely with all of this. You know, it's hard to stay motivated when all you know is hurt and broken trust. But that negative cycle and that scarcity mindset that you are getting from all those experiences, it's going to keep you stuck in that negative loop with men. And you said you want to get married, but the truth is it, it will definitely take some effort and intention on your part. It's not just there's bad guys out there because there's plenty of amazing guys. You're just not finding them or you're not attracting them or you're not attracted to them. So remember, you can't change these guys, but you can learn to do things differently to change your result. And that might include learning how to date and pay attention to the red flags along the way. Like, I don't know if you're a relationship gal or you haven't had much dating experience. So maybe this is the time that you learn. And it's not until you see yourself as worthy of these dates and worthy of the men that you're so wanting and feeling good. And and when you feel good and worthy, that's when you become date worthy. So here's some tips that I want you to at least start out with. And you listening can implement this too. It's really all about dating smarter, not harder, but smarter with intention and a plan and give your chance, just give yourself a chance to attract that healthy relationship. So first of all, set realistic goals for yourself. Do you know what you really want? I know that sounds like a very, you know, elementary question, but I ask this question so many times with people that I do free breakthrough calls with and 90% of the time, people don't really know what they want. They say what they want maybe in the future, but 
are you trying to skip the courting piece to get to the boyfriend without really enjoying and knowing what you want? Have you ever just dated to have fun? All right. So that's really important until you, you know, before you even just go out there. Second, start paying attention to people you are attracting. Guess what? Cheaters and liars often don't care about other people's feelings. So in the beginning stages, when you're meeting these guys, practice being more open when meeting them and discerning who is listening. Who care, Who is caring for you as you're talking about things? Does he like think your, st- your stuff matters? And whose actions match their words in the courting phase? It's really, really important to pay attention to. And the final tip I'll say is look at different ways you can meet men, not just, you know, men online, but also men everywhere. And and also what's going on with your single life and women. That's super important too, because that'll feed the loneliness, right? Like if all you see are couples and married folk, Hey, if you're married and you're listening to this, I love you dearly, but you just don't get it. Like married people don't understand what you need and that can feed into the loneliness. So go out socially, see what different kinds of people and singles are out there, different kinds of men to diversify your dating pool. So here's the thing, just because you are older doesn't mean you are not dateable or desirable and you can't attract something different in your life right now. And you, you listening, deserve to date and find love. Maybe it's just the 2.0 version of you now that you're dating later in life. Flip the script of thinking it's too late and that there are no good men or women out there. I have helped thousands of people find someone special at every age, even I helped an 85-year-old find love (laughs) not too long ago. You just need to pay attention to the signs along the way and, and enjoy dating yourself. That's really what you're doing is dating yourself to discover yourself. Dating over 40 doesn't mean that you have to put up with bad behavior or settle for less than a true soul partnership. Paying attention to red flags in the dating process allows you to slow down and evaluate who is a match for you at this stage in your life. So thanks for joining me today. As always, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I hope that was helpful. I am your host, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Make sure you go to my site, as always, KimmySeltzer.com, to see more ways I can help you. And if you are motivated to learn how to date smarter and pay attention to the signs along the way and ultimately find love, then I have something coming up. I don't know if you heard it on my last podcast that you might want to hop on board and I'm super excited. I've taken my most successful strategies from decades of coaching high achieving men and women and broken them down into a quick value-packed two-hour co-ed workshop. And it's called Stop Hating Dating because y'all hate dating and I want you to love dating. This is going to be a mix of strategy, fun, of course, I can't do anything but, and practice with both men and women in a virtual room. Yes, it's virtual. This is for you if you are an action taker who is ready to fast track your dating life. You're kind of sick of everything. You need a reboot. You want to flirt. You want to have more fun, but feel at a complete loss when it comes to dating right now, especially if you are dating later in life. 
So hit the link you see in the show notes, grab your seat. Spaces are limited. Hope to see you there live and in action. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. <music>